if I have convinced you that Wagner and similar organizations are unlawful or criminal combatants, that their activity violates the laws and customs of war, and that action can and should be taken to hold them accountable, then we must address the question, why hasn't this been done? And that's the subject of this episode of The Ancient Art of Modern Warfare. Welcome to episode 85 of The Ancient Art of Modern Warfare. I'm Chris Mayer, retired U.S. Cavalry Colonel, and pertinent to this and related episodes, I was the U.S. government's technical expert on private military and security companies from 2005 until my retirement from the Pentagon in 2019. In these podcasts, I describe what I think every citizen should understand about war and not quite more. If you think these podcasts are worthwhile, please hit like and subscribe or follow and maybe leave a comment. These podcasts are not monetized or subsidized in any way, nor do they represent anyone's opinion but my own. In just about all previous episodes of The Ancient Art of Modern Warfare, I carefully research each topic, and my scripts are heavily footnoted. Someday I'm going to collect them all into a book, but in this episode, I'm engaging in some speculation. Therefore, although all of my podcasts are my own opinion and don't represent any official position of anyone or any organization, this is especially true today. Now, that's not to say that I'm making things up. I looked at the question as posed by various academics and think tanks. I was also unofficially consulted on these matters, and some of what I say is from sources who have inside knowledge. So, this is my speculation, but based on what I believe to be credible information. I'll begin with declaring Wagner a foreign terrorist organization. As I said in the last couple of episodes, legislation was introduced to do just that. Bills were introduced in both the House of Representatives and the Senate called the HARM Act, holding accountable Russian mercenaries. The text of this act alleges that the Wagner Group and its affiliated entities have committed massacres of the civilian population, rape, torture, and murder in Ukraine and Africa. How can we allow an act that would have real consequences to just die in Congressional Committee? How hard can it be to schedule a vote for something with 16 co-sponsors in the Senate and 38 co-sponsors in the House, especially with almost even sponsorship from both parties? One reason is that some members of Congress are concerned that declaring Wagner as a foreign terrorist organization will be a de facto declaration that Russia is a state sponsor of terrorism. The concern is that this would further inflame relations between Russia and the United States, and some regard this as an escalation of the war. Now, one counter-argument is that since Moscow consistently denied any official relationship with Wagner, Russia could deny being their sponsor. Further, the terrorist declaration might encourage Moscow to back away from these organizations. However, since the Wagner mutiny, Moscow has been moving to place these quasi-mercenary groups under official contracts with the Ministry of Defense. This significantly undermines Moscow's implausible deniability and increases the possibility that the Russian Federation could be credibly accused as being a state sponsor of terrorism. In my opinion, however, we must call things what they are. Another possible complication of declaring Wagner and its affiliates as terrorists is that this may create difficulties for NGOs and humanitarian organizations that are forced to operate in close proximity to these Russian paramilitary organizations. This is particularly true in Africa, where local security may depend upon Wagner, Sewa, or similar organizations. 
United Nations forces in the Central African Republic are often at the same location and may even be providing security alongside Wagner and Sewa. In this situation, terrorist designations could have effects on the ability of NGOs to secure funding from donors and undermine the credibility of UN peacekeeping operations. There is also the possibility that, after the untimely demise of Prigozhin and Utkin, that our political leaders may think that any such declaration is moot. They may believe that Wagner no longer exists and that there are no other Russian semi-private military forces to worry about. Even without declaring these Russian semi-private military forces as terrorists, their activities still make them unlawful combatants and they can be tried under appropriate laws for death, destruction, and other crimes. Why doesn't Ukraine do that? One reason might be for fears that Russia would retaliate by treating foreign citizens fighting for Ukraine as mercenaries and potentially terrorists. These foreign volunteers, although regularly enlisted into the Ukrainian armed forces, could be treated by Russia as unlawful combatants and will be charged with similar crimes. This, I believe, is a serious consideration. It's also overcome by events since Russia and its puppet pretend governments in Donetsk and Luhansk are already doing this and have tried and convicted foreign citizen soldiers as mercenaries, even sentencing them to death. The argument could then be made that since Russia is already doing that, why doesn't Ukraine return the favor? One answer might be that this complicates prisoner exchanges between Russia and Ukraine. Prisoner exchanges may seem strange to listeners who only think of World War II as the model for all war. Actually, prisoner exchanges were routine in almost all wars. Maltreatment of Union soldiers at the Andersonville Confederate Prisoner of War Camp only happened because the routine exchange of prisoners early in the war broke down over the question of repatriating African-American Union soldiers. Even in World War II, there were prisoner exchanges. In most cases, these were civilians trapped behind enemy lines or sick and wounded prisoners of war, but exchanges did take place. Such exchanges are taking place in Ukraine today. It could be, and this is just speculation on my part, that the Ukrainian government may believe that treating prisoners from Wagner, Redut, or similar organizations as unlawful combatants could complicate or even curtail such exchanges. So, do these considerations mean that Ukraine and the world at large will continue to give these criminal combatants a free pass? Are we acknowledging a cost-benefit analysis that allows these organizations to continue to operate outside of international law? I hope not. So, what can we do about this? First, and the most important thing, is to write your congressperson or senator. You may not think this has any effect, but it does. Members of Congress do respond to their constituents. They may be more attentive to their party leaders, but ultimately, they know that responding to one of their constituents has a tenfold or more effect as you will share your experience with others in your voting district. Be polite. Be respectful. Have your facts in order. Ask that Wagner and all similar Russian organizations be declared as terrorists. Make your senator or representative aware that Wagner is only one of many unlawful combatants being used by Russia. Now, designation as a foreign terrorist organization does not depend on an act of Congress. The Secretary of State can do this on his own initiative. Think of ways he might be influenced to do this. This might include writing opinion pieces for publication, asking presidential candidates for their opinion, or again, contacting your representative to ask the Secretary of State why we aren't doing more than implementing some ineffective financial sanctions. Next, continue to educate yourself about these Russian quasi-mercenary organizations. 
Each one of these podcasts is only a few minutes long and can't substitute for further reading. Don't take my word for anything, even when I'm right. Confirm or deny through your own research. Share what you learn with others. Finally, of course, like, subscribe, follow, and continue to listen to these podcasts on the ancient art of modern warfare.